0: What's up, everybody out there? We're doing the PlayStation report right now. It's me, Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, how you doing? I am
1: okay.
0: Really, you? you're, you're 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 okay after that ass whooping you got handed?
1: Yeah, I mean it it happens. Are you ready for another ass whooping this week? I figured it's probably coming as many key components of my team got injured. We are,
0: of course, talking about fantasy football here to start off the show, as we usually do during the football season. Mm-hmm. I got a win. A fairly yeah. easy win where I scored a lot of points and I didn't need to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you had some players show up.
0: Yeah, and it could have been even worse. Like, I could have... I could have really blown it out of the water.
1: Who, who'd who you play again?
0: Uh, I played my brother. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, his team's kind of Garbo. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. not not the greatest. He's still projected to finish last.
0: <laughs> yeah. I jumped up to finishing third. Yeah. Projected. He did.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Which means yeah. I'm going to surpass you, which is going to happen this week when I beat you. Uh,
1: yeah, but yeah. Probably. Probably. It's a good I need time some my key my players back for sure
0: my my team is starting to find its find its rhythm all my players
1: Holy the shit. thing is for me is there's no really good players out there that are super consistent and then uh I also just don't really have any uh trade value on my team to try to convince someone to trade anything because the pieces that I would trade I really need right now. So. Mm. Mm. So I'm in a pickle as the kids would say.
0: Yeah. I guess so. I guess the kids would say that, although I I guess I I wouldn't know. Uh but yeah, looking forward to it. Um uh, Looking forward to maybe having a J- J- Japan Grand Prix. Yeah. Who knows with the typhoon coming? Yeah. If that's going to happen. But there's going be this a good weekend. thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I heard rumors that they might move qualifying to Sunday morning before the race. Mm. Gotcha. But that Sunday morning over in Japan, which is Saturday here. Yeah, the Japan Grand Prix is the one that's, like, really weird time-wise for us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to some racing if it happens.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully uh, Japan doesn't get hit with a massive typhoon. Yeah, that would suck a lot. Uh yeah. To just live in bubbles, mm-hmm. air conditioned bubbles, gigantic bubbles. Oh,
0: not needing air conditioning as much this week. It's starting to cool down. True. True. I'm enjoying yeah, it. it. I, can, I can start wearing hoodies again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You wake up and it's actually kind of cold. And it's like, all right, can, you know, maybe turn the heat on mildly on the way to work. And it's like, it's, I like this feeling. Feels good. Yeah. Um
0: I like the feeling of playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I know we played something together but did you play anything else? <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, I played a few things. I played a little bit more Devil May Cry 5. Um, that game continues to be rad. Uh, all I'll say is I got this fucking bad ass sword as Dante. Uh, completely wrecked this boss. Um, you're kind of supposed to. Um, it's just like you get this sword and you just feel super powerful. Um, and then you get this new devil trigger ability. With it, where you just completely destroy anything, and it is just incredibly satisfying to play. Um, so did that in that game, and then <laughs> the uh, the that game story is just. It's interesting for sure, and I just love the game's style um, with its cutscenes. There was a very, you know, funny cutscene to watch um, involving some dancing and some some epic music, and I really enjoyed it. Um, highly, highly recommend that game uh, for sure. Uh, I'm hoping to kind of pound that one out here here shortly. So. Um, so I played more of that, played, um, some more destiny Two shadow keep. Okay. How's that? Um, I'm enjoying it for sure. Um, I played the new strike, which is a lot of fun and, and really takes you, you know, you, you get to go into, um, Scarlet keep and it is fucking awesome. Uh, like visually, one of the most stunning locations that Bungie has ever created in destiny. And, um, the last boss fight was a lot of fun. Um, you know, overall the whole thing was pretty cool. So enjoyed that strike. Um, starting to get some really cool gear. I got some pretty cool, uh, legendary weapons, uh, some extra, some new kind of quests and vendors have opened for me. um, You know, you get more bounties now to do more destiny things. And that's the only thing about some of the things that uh, you have to do in this expansion. It's just a little grindy in that there's a new thing called the Vex Offensive. Um, It's sort of a new mode, but I I don't even know. It's not really a mode to me. It's just it's a world event, basically. And it's one of those things. In Destiny that you need to grind out X amount of things in this random world event that happens. So you're just running around like a chicken with your head cut off, just trying to hope that one of these events have spawned and that you have enough players around you to really uh, continue it. You know, it it reminds me a little bit. It's not the exact same things, but reminds me a little bit of um, the Escalation Protocols. You know, earlier in Destiny 2 where, you know, this is more of a random event. escalation protocols or something you had to activate, but you had to have people around you to, to do it. Um, and, and, you know, it just kind of keeps going through waves uh, until like a final encounter, basically. Um, and I got with this team. Uh, And and I felt like we were just ripping it until the final boss and we got the boss down to about a quarter health left and then he despawned. So that was sad. Uh, But I mean, the the random encounter itself is kind of neat. It's visually really cool. There's a shitload of enemies that get thrown at you. But it just, you know, it's destiny. You know, you're kind of just grinding shit out. And, and so and, – and especially with this event, I'm not going to any new locations. I'm literally running around the moon in all the locations that I've already been in Destiny 1 a million times. So that wasn't – it was exciting, but it wasn't exciting at the same time. Um Man, the game's just giving you, just giving me a lot of things to do, uh, which I I enjoy. I mean, so far there's there's some really cool stuff. Uh, You know, this whole battle pass thing has, you know, there there's another kind of addictive uh, incentive there, especially when they're giving you items to use as upgrades uh, to basically bring. Um, you know whatever gear you want up to a another power level um, basically it's the new infusion okay you don't yeah. really need you, you don't need materials anymore which is good um, but at the same time these things are a little bit harder to get but there's at least incentive there to to want to do the battle pass and do bounties and complete missions um, so that's neat um yeah i mean overall like like I said, I am enjoying it. The story's intriguing, and I really am curious to see where it goes. There's this one mission where you start off kind of by going to a familiar location that ends up going into kind of a new location. And it was actually a really intense mission, you know one of the things I I, I like about the moon and how Bungie has utilized it in past missions, especially with say uh, Croda's end, the the second raid that ever came to destiny in the first game, um, is the way they use darkness. And I don't mean that as in the destiny way, but like lighting and everything uh, and, you know, just swarming you with different enemies or making you escape a really intense situation. That's what this mission was. And I thoroughly enjoyed it Um, as as an atmosphere. The moon in in some of these new locations can uh, be a little spooky and it's pretty fitting for this time of year. So I like that. Mm, Spooky season. Yes so yeah um destiny 2 is is cool speaking of spooky seasons in a game that's going to have a spooky season you and I played some apex legends last night yeah we did
0: uh yeah that was that was fun um we Mm -hmm. the vaults finally unlocked and we managed to get a key and went into the vault and found some cool gear well high level gear in the vaults um I think that's that's a pretty cool thing they've added. Uh, yeah, I mean you're not used to it yet, but I really like the uh, cargo drones. They're they're a fun fun little game to play, trying to break them open on the right color. Yeah, yeah.
1: and that's how you get those keys, correct?
0: Uh, yeah, they drop from the cargo drones. I'm not sure if they're attached to a certain color of the drone, but the color of the drone indicates the rarity of the drops you'll get. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh but yeah I I we we both agree on this that this new map is freaking amazing.
1: Oh, uh, I love it.
0: Yeah, I I I don't have enough good things to say about this map. It is there are so many distinct areas uh yeah. and it's just yeah, you it, you all well I'm sure once you get the feel of it you'll you'll feel this way too, but you always get the sense of like okay, I'm in this area of the map when you just by looking around right like the right. the landmarks are very distinct as well. there are a lot of uh very tall
1: landmarks yeah in in absolutely just stunning lighting in in artwork that has went into this map i mean the first map, uh King's Canyon. Like it looked good for sure. There was some cool looking stuff, but you know, this map I feel like I'm constantly just like coming over the hill and being like, oh my God, like that volcano with the epicenter and all the ice spikes coming out. Uh it just it looks sick. Uh, a lot of the locations. I, I absolutely adore this map. And it's it it's a kind of I think the map Makes This map specifically just makes Apex feel a little bit more addictive in that, you know, I constantly want to be exploring this map and going to all the new locations because it's just so fucking cool to exist in, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Apex more than other battle royales that I've played, each of these areas feels like its own like multiplayer Arena, like yeah, like each each zone has like a personality to it and kind of a flow to like how the combat is going to go, like like you mm-hmm. would see in a normal multiplayer game, like in a team deathmatch in a Titanfall or something like that. Like there, yeah, yeah, I I just really like the design of all the areas and how combat uh, unfolds on this map. Yeah,
1: definitely. There's a lot of a lot of very good. Uh, ways to kind of sneak up on some other players we did that a few times and that was that was a lot of fun um we got snuck up on a few times too yeah yeah (laughs) it can Mm -hmm. happen to you (laughs) just as easily uh I think it's it was maybe the last match that we played like we had some pretty good gear. We were rolling pretty well, uh, and there was this team that we that you and I got on those zip lines and just went over on and, and I felt like we had a good jump on them, but they got us. And then our teammate was just like being a, yeah, we, need a we,
0: we need to find a third person to play this
1: game. Yeah, so that that didn't really help because I feel like if he would have came with us, you know, we really would have wiped that team because we had the re- we had a really good jump on them.
0: Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I just want more, want to play more Apex. That's that's all there is to it.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. It's it's good. Um, and yeah, I mean uh, the charge rifle's cool. I mean there there's a lot of just cool new additions, little things that they added that I like. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you know I haven't played them yet because I haven't bought them, but it was cool being like around you as you were playing crypto and seeing how his abilities can really uh help the team you Yeah, know, that drone that that thing is useful and it's also interesting being on the flip side like there was that one match we played where the drone was like following us and swarming us and we had to try to take it out um you know i like that yeah, i think crypto is an interesting addition to the game for sure
0: yeah he, yeah he, he's a really good character i i i enjoy him a lot i enjoy playing as him i enjoy having a crypto on my team it's just a useful character to have it around yeah um you got anything else for us
1: uh no not really uh finished gears five that's the only other thing i really did and that game's campaign's cool um You know, unnecessarily difficult encounters at times, and the game doesn't set you up very well with ammo at times to uh be successful in those encounters which can be a little frustrating but uh the the story's well done it ends in an interesting spot to where you know you're gonna finish the fight in a gear six so that's Mm. all i'll say otherwise i believe that's all i've played oh a little bit of borderlands 3 played like another story mission that's you know nothing nothing new there so no control no unfortunately not so my my plan is um you know i'm pretty busy this weekend but next weekend i have a lot of free time my plan is to try to pound that and devil may cry five out by the end of next weekend because i'm you know a decent way into both of those games um and i feel like i don't have much left in those games and i could get through them fairly quickly so that's that's when i'm Aiming for is by next yeah, and the end of next weekend to have both of them done. Mm, Alright. So Okay. Well, what about
0: you? Well, uh I've played probably about a quarter of the way through Final Fantasy Fourteen Stormblood. Uh oh. yeah. That's oh. it's they spend an unreasonable amount of time setting you up to hate the hate the Garlean Empire, which is the big bad guys who've been exi- who have existed in the game throughout the entire story so far. Uh, I already hated the Empire. They didn't need to make me hate them more, but they somehow saw it necessary to make them do even more disgusting, horrible shit to people to make mm. me want to fuck them up. Uh, so that's going to happen. Um, I'm looking. So forward that storyline
1: continues into Stormblood. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I'm not sure how it resolves or if it resolves completely. I I, I don't know much about Shadowbringer's story. I've been keeping myself away from spoilers. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that that's something I'm looking forward to doing. Uh, I finally completed a run of Dead Cells. Got beat the King's hand uh and killed the king. So yeah, right. got my first dead cells run under under my belt. They've been updating that game. There's more stuff in there now. Uh just there there's a lot of dead cells to play. There are a lot of different paths to go down. Uh a lot of unlocks to do. Yeah. Dead Cells is oh. fantastic. How long did uh that run take you? Uh 51 minutes. Damn. Yeah, nice. it was it was a pretty long run. Nice, uh, but yeah, I, I I like that game a lot.
1: Did you get a lot of good equipment by the end of it?
0: Yeah, I I did. I found I found a lot of stuff that worked for me. Um, I found a legendary impaler, the Ooh. big spear that does bonus damage when you put them up against a wall. Uh, found a heavy crossbow that pulls them in and fires like five bolts like a shotgun it's that's that's a pretty cool weapon Mm -hmm. and then got the swarm grenade too and this weapon that i hadn't seen before called the crusher uh it's it's a trap that uh just does damage in an in an area um but yeah i i yeah dead cells really good game y'all should check it out uh it's also i didn't know it I, i already own the game but it's on xbox game pass yep yeah that mm,
1: that service dude
0: Uh, (laughs) it is it is a fantastic service Um,
1: i know this is a playstation podcast but god damn it's good
0: yeah playstation needs to find a way to compete because right now that is absolutely the best value in gaming in my opinion yeah um what else have i played i started another run of sekiro a fresh run not a new game plus um and that game is fucking awesome. It is hard, <laughs> especially if you stepped away <laughs> from it for a while. Um, but yeah, I I'm playing through that for my October game. Um, what else am I playing? Shit, I I did a hmm, I did some runs for Rogue Legacy because I I was like, you know what, Rogue likes. Let let's try another one out that I haven't played in a while. And I played some Rogue Legacy. That game's hard <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you get punished very quickly in that game. Um,
1: yeah, I think I only played that game for a little bit when it was a PlayStation Plus game years and years ago. Yeah. wasn't my wasn't my jam, but yeah, it's definitely a hard game. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's hard. Uh, I played a little bit of bloodstained ritual of the night today, beat another boss. I'm not that far in that game. I, I need to play it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's got some style to it. Uh, I just I was a Kickstarter backer, just heads up everyone out there if you're distrusting. and I got some of my Kickstarter rewards today. Uh, I got the soundtrack. Okay. which is a good soundtrack, and I'm happy to have that. Uh, I have also played Gran Turismo sport doing some races online. got a few podiums. and yeah. Peep, i that again another game i keep playing every week uh, i also played some project cars 2 i got back into project cars 2 i'm, fine, cool. I'm finally out of formula c and it turns out uh, everyone on the internet agrees that formula c in project cars 2 is busted as fuck why is that it's no it's just like th- those cars are like the hardest to tune correctly and even if you do they're still very hard to handle and the ai just is better at handling those cars than other cars Mm -hmm. so yeah i've moved up to the next level of open wheel racing which is formula 3.5 renault which is uh, yeah a lot easier to drive in. It feels more like a Formula One car than the Formula C stuff did.
1: Gotcha. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard of that series.
0: Uh, I think they make up a lot of the series too because oh. they didn't have the rights from the FIA to use the official Formula, um, the open wheel Formula stuff. Right. Uh, like I think they have the World Endurance Series, but they call like their other open wheel race they have indy so they do have uh indy cars but they call the other ones formula a and formula x which aren't real series mm-hmm. so that leads me to believe they just didn't have the rights to do those but they do have the tracks so i did race on i guess most recently i just did hockenheim and uh yeah that cool. in the rain which was a whole thing <laughs> Because practice and qualifying were in the dry. And then I race in the rain. <laughs> which is
1: not fun. Yeah. in the way Project Cars feels, yeah, you, you'll be slipping and sliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you don't get
0: your tire pressures right. If you can't get heat into the tires, you'll be sliding like crazy. Yeah. Um, which was the main problem at Formula C is just like tire pressures were so sensitive uh, and to get heat into the tires and to maintain them without overheating the tires was just there was such a narrow window in there Mm -hmm. yeah I don't want to go on and on about that one series in this game that has a lot of cool stuff Uh, but yeah I guess they're due for a game next year they haven't done anything since Project Cars 2 Uh, slightly mad studios if they launch new Project Cars on the next generation of consoles, which we'll talk about later this uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh man, I I just have a feeling that I've played something else that I'm not talking about. Uh, could mm. be Rocket League. I might have played a few games of Rocket League. Okay. And uh, they haven't implemented the blu- implemented the blueprint changes yet. Um, but I looked through like their their Rocket Pass, and like there's a lot of crazy stuff in there. A lot really? of cool customization stuff in the rocket pass like what uh, goal explosions Ooh. like mm, some really good goal explosions they got some customization stuff for uh, for the cars of course and also like your name tag and all that stuff there's just a lot there's a lot of a lot of unlocks in that game that doesn't really need it but uh, it's a it's a nice thing to have there to keep people interested to unlocking new stuff uh, I generally just play Rocket League because I find that game to be one of the best
1: games. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's good. it's just yeah. I mean, you think about every game though. There's just so much to unlock in every game that it's it's sort of exhausting. Yeah, you can't you can't really keep up with them all. There's like no.
0: especially now that I'm playing an MMO, <laughs> it's like I can't keep up with all these stuff. I can barely I can barely keep up with the Apex Battle Pass.
1: Yeah. In
0: fact, yeah, I, mean, I, I totally forgot. I haven't played Apex today. I haven't done my daily challenges
1: today. Oh no! I might have to do that after the podcast. Shit. And <laughs> you know, I, I kind of feel compelled to you know play a lot more Destiny two to to uh, go forward with that battle pass. But yeah, you know, I, there's a shitload of stuff to do there too. It's like God. I have a question, just, have a question a, that maybe awesome.
0: you could answer. Uh, if I just play Destiny two and buy the season pass. Will I get all the stuff from the levels I've already earned?
1: The levels you already earned. I from so from the free
0: stuff. Will I get all the stuff that
1: was in the pre? Yeah. Okay. I would. I would imagine you would because you're at level whatever. So right. you know. Cool. I would imagine you would get it. Cool. So I should
0: probably just continue to play Destiny Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that does it for the games we've been playing. Uh, We've got some updates coming to games, which we will talk about now. And, of course, we talked about Apex Legends, and we hinted at it. Uh, There's going to be an event in Apex Legends called Fight or Fright. Uh, It's running from October 15th to November 5th. It will feature a new limited-time mode called Shadowfall, which will be a solo mode. Um uh so shadowfall uh i want to get the details here on shadowfall there will be 30 it'll be a 35 player match uh solos and you fight and when you die you be, you join this shadow squad where you have no weapons but you'll move faster and have uh powerful melee and once it gets down to the last 10 you'll extract just like in a uh, Titanfall match. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I guess it's it's a free-for-all until those last ten and those last ten cooperate to get to
1: the extraction. Right on. Yeah, that sounds cool. Plus, a, a, a you know, a nighttime version of King's Canyon sounds pretty fun to me.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll do more with the, just, rather than just make it nighttime, I wonder if they'll decorate King's Canyon. Yeah. I gotta imagine they will. Yeah. Uh, there will also be some unlockable stuff in this event. Uh, again, I will say their monetization is whack as fuck mm-hmm. because a lot of this stuff is super expensive. Um, so yeah, the the event apex packs will cost seven hundred coins, which is seven bucks a pack. Holy shit. Okay. But you'll, you're guaranteed an event item that's 50, they're all, that's an epic or a legendary. And then two non-event items. Uh, you can also direct purchase some stuff. Legendaries will be $18 in Apex Coins. Wow. Or if you have the crafting medals, 2,400 crafting medals. Which is a lot, if you don't know. That's a lot of crafting medals. That's as much crafting medals as you get in an entire season from the Battle Pass.
1: Holy shit. For one item. Wow. Yeah, I would say that's pretty fucked up, but... I mean, I don't know. I'm not excusing it at all because I feel like they could still streamline it a little bit to make it more favorable. The game is free. Mm-hmm. They got to make money some way, but, you know, it just feels a little overly greedy when it doesn't really need to be. Yeah. I don't know. I
0: don't know. Uh also, there's going to be a double XP weekend uh for top fives and wins. October twenty fifth through the twenty eighth, again double XP for top fives and wins that weekend. Cool. That accounts that goes toward your account level and your battle pass progression. I have reached account level one hundred finally. Uh, but yeah, is well, that the max? Yeah, um, I think you continue earning levels and maybe you get, maybe you get legend tokens. Okay i don't know exactly what you unlock afterwards uh some of the skins look pretty cool i will say there is a clown caustic that i'd really want Mm -hmm. uh a vampire crypto Mm, yeah yeah zombie or is that a frankenstein gibraltar that might be a frankenstein
1: yeah i think it is Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah uh check that out if you're playing apex uh if you're still playing Stardew Valley like this guy, I I occasionally play some Stardew Valley. Uh there's an update coming in patch 1.4 dubbed the Everything Update by the developer confirmed Ape, uh who has recently taken over all publishing of Stardew Valley. So, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of work on his hands. Um but this is going to add content to the end game post marriage life. Uh they yeah, just more stuff to Stardew Valley. Really cool to see this game continuing to be supported. Um uh, yeah. yeah. It has multiplayer now. Yep.
1: And yeah. Cool yeah, stuff. I read I read uh, I've been reading Jason Schreier's book, um Blood, Sweat and Pixels, and Stardew Valley has a is a chapter in the book and uh it was really fascinating to to read it and yeah, that dude gave up like everything to make this game, mm-hmm. and I'm it's I'm happy crazy. to
0: see it work out for him because that game is very popular.
1: Yeah, like he's never he never worked at like a development studio or anything. He just started making a game. It's all he did. His um, his wife. I believe it's his wife, uh, worked, you know, she went through school and then worked like multiple jobs just to support them, you know, and all he did was work on this game and he would constantly just scrap all this stuff he probably worked months on and um, he just had no clue if it would be a success. And then basically almost overnight, you know, it became a success Mm -hmm. and he made lots of money. (laughs) Yeah, it it was pretty interesting story.
0: I imagine he will continue to make money because that game seems like a game that can be ported to any sort of platform and do well. Yeah, it's just one of those kinds of games. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, We've also got an update coming to Division 2. Tyler, you want to take this away? Yeah, the largest update yet comes out October 15th if you have the season pass, and October 22nd for everyone else. Uh, it's title update 6. It includes two new story and classified assignment missions, a new character specialization in player-versus-player player mode and multiplayer map, along with other cosmetics and fixes. Um, it takes you to uh, the Pentagon. It's called The Last Castle. Um that's a pretty interesting location and, and cool that uh, the Division 2 is finally going there. Uh, but each piece of new content provides the perfect playground for players to test out new te- the new technician specialization, which comes fully equipped with EMP grenades, a new skill variant, and a Maxim 9 sidearm and the P017 launcher. So the the specializations in the division two are really cool, really useful. The one I'm going down is a, a, uh, it's basically a crossbow. I just stick, uh, the arrows to dudes and they blow up. It's very fun to use. It's very OP as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that. All righty. Look forward to it.
0: Cool. Uh, so we also have finally, some numbers on the top-selling games on the PlayStation Store of September. Yeah. So I'll take us from 20 to 11, as I usually do, and you'll take us from 10 to 1. So at 20, we have Wreckfest, 19, Marvel Spider-Man, 18, Remnant from the Ashes, 17, Star Wars Battlefront 2. 16, The Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan, 15, Castle, Castle Crashers Remastered. Castle Crashers is a real tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, 14, Red Dead Redemption 2. 13, Code Vein. 12, Greedfall. And 11, eFootball Pez 2020 i don't like that name <laughs> i don't like, like much about what weird i don't
1: like much about what konami does no that's true uh number 10 ufc 3 9 grand theft auto 5 8 uh rainbow six Siege 7 nhl 26 final fantasy 8 remastered 5 madden nfl 24 minecraft 3 fifa 20 2 borderlands 3 and number one nba 2K20. Mm, not 2k 20 seeing... 2k having a great month <laughs> yeah
0: not seeing too many surprises up here really uh kind of the usual suspects i guess that final fantasy 8 remastered broke up in there but for the most part a lot of uh familiar faces up here at the charts
1: yeah but also i think it's you know a lot of familiar faces towards the top, but in that back half, there's a lot of cool, uh, more independent games and, and new IP there with, you know, Remnant, uh, Wreckfest, uh, let's see, Codebane, Greedfall. It's cool to see all those games in there, mm-hmm. getting some love. I think the biggest surprise about this list is that Control is not on it. Y'all are fucking up by not playing Control. Control didn't chart on August PS4 downloads, August NPD, and September uh, PS4 downloads. So I really don't think that game did well, which is shocking to me. Mm. Especially, much- I
0: saw I saw some data like I think upwards of fifty-six percent of games now are being downloaded. I, I saw some oh, wow. statistics like it's it's really shifting towards digital. So to not yeah. see it on these lists is kind of concerning.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's a shame, too, because I hope that doesn't discourage Remedy from ever wanting to make another game in that world. Um, and, and also, like, it it just kind of shocks me because. There's just so much buzz about that game in the mainstream, you know, games media and and, and sphere that I'm just surprised that it didn't even get in the top 20.
0: Yeah, but then again, if you look at the type of game it is, a lot of people might see it. Oh, this is a single player game that I can buy physical and trade in. So maybe that's a factor in it, too. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. VR games are the usual suspects, free to play, the usual stuff. Uh, yeah, not much really to read into down there. Uh, we've got a system software update. You love that firmware, Tyler. That I firmware do. that delayed you f- from playing video games with me.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: so there are some features here uh, increase the party size from 8 to 16. Uh, remote play with Android phones is now a thing, but Tyler, you can no longer share stuff to Facebook from your PlayStation.
1: No. Mm. Damn. I wonder why they did that. Did they say why they did that?
0: Uh, I don't think they said why, but it probably just has to do with, uh, it not being worth updating with Facebook's API. (laughs) yeah it's just yeah that's that's the kind of stuff that you have to keep updating to make sure it stay, it works because facebook changes so much
1: mm-hmm. um, and I, I wonder if they have some data or something of you know people are sharing to twitter but they're hardly sharing to facebook so it's not even worth it for us to do yeah who knows um <laughs> network connectivity improved cool um you know, you and I had this really awkward, like, it dropped our audio, basically. Yeah. In our chat yesterday, and that was just strange, which I feel like that's the first time that's happened in a long time on PS4. Mm-hmm. So, I just uh, find that funny, that after that they're saying that's a feature of this update, yet we had a strange issue. Yeah, also a cool
0: accessibility thing here, there's chat transcription Uh, It's available in the U.S. only, which makes me wonder if that's really just a test. We'll see. Uh, But yeah, that's not the big news, though, Tyler. The big news dropped on this website called Wired. (laughs) Again. We all know what Wired is. Uh, But they got some exclusive details on the PlayStation 5 and there are some interesting things to say about the playstation 5 um they've got like of course some obvious things that we kind of knew ahead of time they're going to be uh having an amd ryzen based cpu and the amd navi gpu uh which consoles have been using amd forever because they're cheaper uh but yeah, uh, the big thing is uh, they're, they will have hardware supported ray tracing, um, yeah, which is the brand new lighting thing that makes stuff look really good. I've seen some demos of ray tracing. I'm not sure if you have. I have. But there's some really cool stuff that it does, especially in control. Now that I think about it, like a lot of the reflective surfaces are look really a lot better in. With ray tracing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah that's a that's a big big thing because you know i feel like graphics they you know they they get better and better i mean you know you look at the beginning of even ps4 to now for mm -hmm. sure they've gotten better they're going to continue to but i feel like ray tracing yeah
0: having real time reflections is like it's awesome a lot of games fake it pretty well but having true like ray tracing is awesome yes uh they also confirmed that the ps5 will have an ssd uh and they detailed about how that helps how that helps uh basically reducing the amount of times you need to have redundant data because you're, you're not spinning a disk and it's not searching for that data uh it's always in the same place um but yeah save some hopefully save some space Mm-hmm. which is a thing i just saw call of duty modern warfare is going to be 175 gigs on pc holy motherfucking balls yeah Ooh. uh physical games on the playstation 5 will be on 100 gigabyte optical discs yep and the drive will, the optical disc drive will double as a 4k blu-ray player
1: Which is cool. The PS4 Pro should have had one. The Xbox One S has one. Yeah, it's just strange because, you know, Sony basically created Blu-rays or was a big proponent in that. Mm -hmm. Why they wouldn't do that, I I have no clue. So that's cool. I just find, you know, when I read this, you know, I'm I'm just going to read this quote quick. If you look at a game like Marvel Spider-Man Cerny says there are some pieces of data that are duplicated 400 times on the hard drive that's just I, I knew game development was complicated but that's just some crazy fucking shit that there are th- things that are just duplicated hundreds of times and as as a player you don't really know that um, I just I just find that crazy mm-hmm. when I read that yeah
0: i mean it makes sense like the the disc yeah. is spinning and the uh it, it's searching for that data so it makes sense if it's if it's there more times or if it's in a bigger chunk it's easier to find yeah. and faster that way uh, yeah but with an ssd it'll be even faster uh, They're also making changes to how you install games. You'll be able to choose, for some games, which part of the game you install and play. You'll be able to yeah. prioritize single-player or multiplayer. Uh, It'll be faster to boot up games. You can actually boot... In, possibly boot into... Straight into your game or straight into a multiplayer match from, from the start screen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's that that that's That's, yeah if i can save space by like having a game say like uh i don't know say a call of duty and i play through the campaign and i'm done with that i can just delete that and then still play the multiplayer or like just download zombies if that's all you're into like it's a pretty cool thing it's nice to have that option
1: I agree. I think that's a very nice thing that'll help save space for sure. Um and just kind of speed things up. I wonder. I doubt this is going to happen. I'm just throwing this out there. But, like, take a call of duty. I wonder if there's any incentive for Activision to sell that piecemeal at all. Mm. If they see the data of, like, X amount of people aren't installing zombies. They're just installing the multiplayer, and that's all they're playing. 95% of players are doing that. Let's just sell that for 40 bucks. I don't know. Mm.
0: I think I think they'd find it hard to sell zombies for forty bucks, but that's a different conversation. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it is, Uh, and I really don't see that happening. But it's just an interesting thought, and and I I just think overall that's. That's a very, very nice thing. I, I remember early on in the PS4s gener, you know life cycle like that was something that they kind of talked about. You still had to install the whole game and you weren't able to delete certain sections but you're able to choose what to install but I feel like that kind of got dropped. Yeah, I think long. they
0: they continued doing that with the Uncharted games. I kind of remember the right. Uncharted games being that way. Like, you could start playing the single player before all of it was downloaded.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least for me, I still always feel weird when a game is downloaded or an update. Our our, our game is downloading, and it says it's ready to play, and I I always feel weird about it. I'm like, (laughs) nah, I'll just come back when it's done. It's okay. It makes me feel weird. Yeah. So, I don't
0: know. Mm. Uh, We've also got updates on the controller. Uh, So we're just going to call it DualShock 5 because that's what it's going to be called. I mean, if they're going to call this console the PlayStation 5, which they are, I, I we didn't even mention that. This console's called the PlayStation 5, everybody. Yeah, And it's, re- it's releasing holiday next year. Yeah. Two, two giant shocking revelations. And uh, DualShock 5 is going to have some new features. It's replacing, uh, well, it's going to have adaptive triggers, which... Are going to have varying resistance, which is a yeah. cool concept. That just screams to me: Are these controllers going to fucking break? <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: who knows? It's yeah, also uh, just really quick, though. It's not officially called the DualShock Five. It probably will be, but not official. Just want to get and, that in. there. So. It's going to be called
0: the DualShock Five. If they're going to call, if it they're going to call it the PlayStation Five, they're not going to change the naming scheme for their right. controllers. Right. Uh, they're also replacing uh, normal vibration rumble stuff with haptic feedback, uh, which yep. is what we have on the Nintendo Switch. Yes, uh, Joy-Con,
1: which, which is a pretty cool fucking thing. Yeah, when used right, and I think these triggers, like they use the the example of Gran Turismo sport um, of like racing on the track and then running off the, the track into the sand and how on a PS4, you don't really feel anything. But then on this new controller, you uh, you definitely feel it. And I, I think that is absolutely just going to be a really cool thing to have. And I wonder if they're going to do, well, no, let, that that's Never mind. But, but I'm thinking uh, like, I like playing racing games more on the Xbox one because of its triggers mm, um, they yeah. you know they have the rumble in the triggers and, and the triggers have a lot more uh, feedback yeah. feedback yes and, and you know so so it just makes it feel better and I think adding these to the PlayStation controller will just help games feel cool hmm
0: I like that. Uh, I'm looking for more stuff here, but I think that pretty much covers all of this stuff.
1: They are putting a new and improved speaker in the controller as well.
0: Okay, sure. Um sure.
1: Yeah. So so we can
0: I, hear so we can hear the next generation version of Death Stranding and the baby talking to us and Yeah. yeah. And I
1: I don't really need that. Honestly, I turn that shit off all the time. Um but also, just a very small thing, next-gen next, gen, next gen controller will use a USB Type-C connection for charging, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, you don't have to fiddle around with which direction you're putting it in.
1: Yep, the battery will be uh, more improved, but I wonder with all these new features going into it, if that'll even make a difference. Um, and they said overall it feels a little bit heavier than DualShock 4. Mm. I, I'm fine with that. I don't... Yeah. Controller
0: weight hasn't necessarily been a problem for me. I mean the right. Dual Shock Four is kind of light in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing in this article is that Blue Point Uh teased pe- a new project.
0: Yeah, they're the people who did the remake of Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. Uh I don't know
1: what... hmm, All they said is, we're working on a big one right now. Uh, Are they going to do another
0: remake of Shadow of the Colossus (laughs) for PlayStation 5?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Um, Hmm. Yeah, just... I, I think a lot of these things are exciting to be honest with you um you know they're not the most like oh my god i cannot wait for this console to experience this sort of thing but um i just think they're they're improvements that'll make playing games on a console just feel better you know games will hopefully run better load faster the controller will feel better the games will give you better feedback when playing and you know that stuff's cool Hmm. all right uh what did well you know what what do you make though sony continuing to go back to wired (laughs) i don't know i mean they probably just have a deal i don't know Yeah, I don't know. Either that, or they're just looking to get some of these details out and not wanting to have to explain them on a stage at a conference. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have to. To be honest, some some
0: of these small details are really boring to hear about on on a stage. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, I love Mark Cerny. I can listen to that dude talk about this stuff all day just because he's so smart. But, you know, having him up there for 10 minutes explaining some of these things, I I don't know if that would be the best on a stage. I I feel that when you're on a stage, you for Sony, even for Microsoft, too, you want to be revealing the box and revealing X amount of games and yeah. probably the date yeah. in price. It's here are some things
0: to, you can see, not stuff you should know. Like, because stuff yeah. you should know can be released like this. But yes. things you want to see are like the console, the controller, and some games. You don't need to, like... Mm, yeah. Just yeah. just the way you present these different things is important.
1: Yeah. And, and right before we get to another piece of Sony news that kind of happened when this dropped... Um, there was a little small post on the PlayStation blog that Jim Ryan wrote, and he, you know, just wrote that like, oh, we have, still have incredible experiences coming to PS4, such as Death Stranding, The Last of Us, and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, so, kind of reiterating that, you know, definitely that game's coming out on PS4, and if I was to guess, I feel like that's kind of a spring summer game, May June. Uh... Yes. I, I just don't think you want to launch that in just an the empty, just an empty, p- empty part of the schedule. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It just makes sense uh but yeah we've and got everyone saying oh. just real quick everyone's saying that sony's going to have an event in february for ps5 i do not think that's going to happen mm. because you're launching the last of us part two and why would you want to step all over that um, when it's your biggest exclusive of the year yeah it just doesn't make sense so yeah
0: we've got some yeah. uh some bad news and and it's the in this next block the bad news times uh so you just dropped this in last minute sony interactive entertainment europe hit with layoffs uh yeah this has been an interesting narrative like to a lot of apparently europe the the european division here didn't even know that uh wired was getting that uh getting that exclusive and releasing it they were kind of blindsided by that uh so it it seems like uh, SIE america has taken the lead on releasing that kind of information and doing
1: doing the global uh released stuff yeah and these layoffs took place at the same exact time that Wired dropped that article, which so Sony was definitely trying to cover this up and not have some bad PR, but I think that makes things a little worse, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's really fucked up to keep them in the dark and then just be like, hey... Hey, video game world! Here's all these details about our new console. Hope you like 'em. Oh, sorry, we're also laying off dozens of employees. It's I don't know. It's just a little shady and and not very cool. Um, basically, the and yeah, it's just consolidation. You know, I, I, it's basically like there's people doing the job over an American side and the European side that, you know, they're doing the same thing. Might as well have one person do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's a shitty situation. Um, it's kind of weird too. Like ahead of a video of a console launch, that you're laying off people. Like it seems uh-huh. like that would be the time that you'd bring people on to manage
1: a lot more stuff happening. But uh, yeah, it's just yeah, Sony's just had a really crazy two weeks, really with you know these layoffs, PlayStation Five details, making PlayStation Now like way more. Way more competitive. Sean Layden um, you know, leaving, revealing a ton about The Last of Us too. Yeah, Sean Layden leaving. It's like holy shit. Like all of this stuff just keeps happening. Mm. It's just, and, and some of it's just, just strange. Like Sean Layden leaving, and like no one fucking says anything about it really, and no one truly knows why he left. You know, a major player over at Sony on the gaming side and then you know hey let's release details on our next console and also lay all these people off at the same time it's just the way they've been handling some things is a little weird yeah
0: yeah hmm. but it's it's hardly the worst thing that has happened oh yeah uh, because this whole blizzard Hong Kong situation is fucking wild oh yeah um yeah, I, I guess just ahead of time, I don't think either of us is particularly qualified to comment wholly on these Hong Kong protests that are happening over in China. Uh, so we just know that ahead of time uh, as we talk about this stuff. Um, so Blizzard is in some shit because, yeah. okay, so this started off with them banning a pro Hearthstone player who recently won, won a tournament, uh, and in a post-tournament, uh, post-match interview, uh, this player had some things to say in support of the Hong Kong protest, uh, and they they found a way in these clauses to take away all his prize money and ban him. Uh, And I guess I'll just read out this specific clause here. Engaging in any act in Blizzard's sole discretion brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages Blizzard image, will result in removal from Grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to $0 U.S. in addition to other remedies which may be provided for under the handbook and Blizzard website terms. So... Uh, This is not an isolated incident uh, with China at all, especially in just recently the NBA had problems with Hong Kong uh, when the Houston Rockets owner spoke out in support of the Hong Kong protesters. Uh, So it seems very much like U.S. corporations – Uh, Although Blizzard does have a large, well, has, I want to say, 9% or is it 5% ownership from Tencent? They have a 4.9% stake, Tencent, in uh, Activision Blizzard. Um, It seems like a lot of these corporations are bowing down to China and letting them have their way and doing anything possible to stay in China's good graces, the Chinese government, I should say. Uh, and it seems very, it's, it feels wrong. It feels very wrong that, yeah, that mm, it, it feels like China is censoring U.S. corporations and organizations.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, as, as Americans who have the, Ability to have free speech. um, You know, it's just a little fucked up. It is fucked up that these corporations are willing to censor us. For the money. They they just do it for for the money. money
0: Because
1: China is a huge
0: market. uh, Yes. Yeah,
1: it's... uh, And, And I read something today that I think uh 14 of blizzard's earnings last year was from china mm-hmm. so i mean that that is a lot of money but it doesn't excuse that they should do this to um to this player and i believe they even uh they terminated some some casters
0: yeah, the casters who well. were not even
1: involved in, like yeah. they they were
0: simply they existed in the same space that this happened, and like it wasn't even their fault that like this person said the things they did. Right. Yeah, it's it's really fucked up.
1: It is. It, it's just, it, and the thing is, is you know, it's it's not only a free speech thing, but like they're basically siding with you know, a country that has a lot of not very great, like human rights violations and very totalitarian and not just the opposite of American values. You know what I mean? that's just not, not very cool at all. And, and uh, this is a, has blown up to be a massive, massive thing for blizzard. Um, like this is went outside of video games, Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. A lot of people boycotting Blizzard at the moment. Um, that's that's a big thing. I'm not sure how much that's actually going to affect them, but yeah, yeah. It's it is a fucked situation.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, what's even more fucked up is, is, you know, apparently right outside of Blizzard's office, there's this giant orc statue and they have their values literally like carved in stone, basically. Uh, and employees have went out there and covered him up because basically they're, they're going completely against their values in this case of think globally and every voice matters, especially that second one.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, which good for good for the blizzard employees to, to stand up for that um, there's apparently a, a kind of a small walkout that happened mhm I, I fuck everyone should walk out to be honest with you i mean that, that's just my opinion i think it's just we should not be be doing that at all um, and i think it you know this situation nba other other um, Major corporations, I mean, they, they don't care about values. They care about money. They care about the exponential growth that happens year over year, over year, over year, uh, that for these companies and these shareholders, they want continued growth that I just think is completely unsustainable for any company. And that's all they truly care about. It's, so it's almost if as they're if... getting that. It doesn't matter that.
0: Yeah, it's almost as if unshackled capitalism runs against human rights at a certain point.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's just sad. And in a lot of major video game companies, AAA publishers, they just don't have a lot of morals at times, and, and it's fucked up. It really is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. That's awful, That uh, I, I mean, last thing I'll say, yeah. I wonder how long this will stick around. Um, also, I believe BlizzCon is the first week in November. Yep. Um, so I wonder, you know, if anything's going to happen there, uh, because I can definitely see something happening, like a group of people standing up for something during their conference or <laughs> yeah. something.
0: Imagine if they have to cut away from their own like broadcast. God. Yeah. Uh, It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that situation as it develops. Uh, Speaking of things that need more development, Doom Eternal. Not coming out this year. It has been delayed to March 2020. Yeah. Uh, Some additional... Uh, information on that i'm just going to open up this tweet from the doom twitter account because it has an image here uh so there are some bullet points here invasion mode will not be available at launch it will release as a free update shortly after uh doom eternal for nintendo switch will release later uh it's coming out march i'm not sure if i said it's march 20th right yes march 20th 2020 and Doom 64 is now a pre-order bonus on the, all the platforms it's releasing on. Uh and Doom 64 will be available on uh on March 2020. March 20, 2020. That's
1: mm. yeah. Yep. Gonna have to wait a little bit longer. I am yeah and i'm i'm sad to be honest with you like i i'm all for delays uh and this game will be way better for it i have no doubt but i am sad just because i want to display this game so bad you know and i really felt like this game out of any game launching this fall had the best shot at at game of the year just based off of how great doom was and how great this game looks so far uh i'm not saying that it doesn't have a shot at all next year but i f- the competition is going to be very fierce with you know the last of us part two cyberpunk final fantasy 7 you know yeah and others that aren't even announced yet
0: so it's going to be a very busy first quarter
1: yeah yeah launching the same day as animal crossing you could not get more opposite in terms of gameplay but hell yeah i will play both of those fucking games (laughs) yeah i know i know it's pretty fucking awesome (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it it frees this this year up for sure of you know being able to sink time into some other experiences Mm
0: -hmm. and speaking of other experiences tyler there are 22 games releasing this week oh 22 So we better get started And yeah You want to get us started?
1: Sure Uh, Eterno Blade 2 On PS4 Welcome back to the world of Eterno Blade Let's uh, Let's adventure with Freya, Bernard, Felix To the Chronosian For finding the three Eterno Blades And using it to power up Power to stop... What, let me back up. Finding the three Eterno Blades and using its power to stop Dark Abyss. Can you help Freya protect her future? Fuck, that's an awful write-up. Mm, yes, it is.
0: <laughs> uh, we've got the Alliance Alive HD remastered. New visuals, an updated interface, and more await you in this epic t- tale of trials and triumphs. Humanity has been shattered by invading demons, or daemons, I guess we pronounce that daemons. Yeah. To reclaim their home, an unlikely fellowship of heroes will band together to spark a fiery revolution.
1: All right. Next up is BB and Tina on the horse farm. Hell yeah! <laughs> Enjoy exciting adventures at Martinshof. Explore the expansive grounds around Martinshof and Falkenstein Castle on horseback. Whether you're walking, trotting, galloping, or jumping, show what you've got in varied horse races of different lengths and difficulties. Wild adventures await you. The Bradwell the style cons- kind of looks like a Saturday morning cartoon.
0: Yes it does. We've got the Bar- yeah. Bradwell Conspiracy coming to PlayStation 4, following a sudden explosion at Stonehenge <laughs> Museum fundraiser, you find yourself trapped in an in a uh, hidden underground complex faced with a series of puzzles. Your only means of escape is by sending photographs of your surroundings to another survivor confined elsewhere. But before long, a disturbing truth begins to dawn. Okay. So I have a question. How is an underground complex not
1: hidden? (laughs) That just seems redundant. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It does. That's hilarious. Um, to me, too, this art is trying to be very uh, serious, and it's actually very corny to me. Mm. Just looking at it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next up is a PlayStation 4 exclusive, Concrete Genie on uh, digital and retail, and has two PSVR modes. I did not know that. Very cool. Concrete Genie follows the heartwarming journey of a bully teen named Ash, who escapes his troubles by bringing his colorful imagination to life in his sketchbook while exploring his hometown of Denska, a once bright and bustling seaside town now polluted by darkness. Game has gotten decent reviews.
0: Yeah, I'm interested. We'll see yeah. if I get to that by the end of the year. I hope so.
1: I also hope it does well. I feel like it hasn't gotten the greatest of pushes, and then also Sony's just—you know—we went over it earlier. There's been a lot of fucking things happening with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a, that's the way kind to of put bit it. Dropped.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up we have contraptions contraptions is a physics-based puzzle game with a fun cartoony look look and feel to it how many steps does it take to change a light bulb if your answer is 10 or more then you are ready for contraptions a game where a goal where the goal is to fix wacky contraptions that perform simple <coughs> tasks in indirect and
1: convoluted ways rube goldberg style all right. Next up is Frostpunk Console Edition. Frostpunk is a society survival game where heat means life and every decision comes at a price. Presenting complex strategic gameplay, demanding challenges, and rich story, Frostpunk Console Edition tests your tactical prowess on the frozen wastelands with revised controls and adjusted mechanics adapted for consoles.
0: Hmm. All righty. Sounds like my kind of game. We've got in between. Next up here, in between. In between is an atmospheric, award-winning platformer set inside the mind of a man hit by a cruel twist of fate. Together, you are on a journey in a world that doesn't obey the laws of physics. Free your mind and defy gravity in more than sixty compelling and unique puzzles, requiring
1: all your wits and agility. Uh, Next up is Indivisible on PS4. Indivisible is a new action RPG from developer Lab Zero. Creators of the critically acclaimed Skullgirls. Join Ajna? I uh, don't know. And ragtag cast of characters as they set out on a globe-spanning quest to find out the truth behind Ajna's power, mysterious powers. trying to resolve the conflicts plaguing their world and confront an ancient deity. This game looks very cool, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I I want to play it.
0: I want to play so many yeah, games, Tyler, and I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's well, there's a lot of fucking if, games. If out only right now. there
0: was a PlayStation Four. 4- if there was a PlayStation Game Pass thing yep. that had some of these games,
1: <laughs> yeah, like new games that launch. I mean, PlayStation Now kind of is that, but new games don't launch in the PlayStation Now. No, they don't. I feel like that's the change the PlayStation Now really needs. Yeah. Uh, next up,
0: we've got Infectorum on PlayStation Four. Girls Make Games presents Infectorum, a horrifying murder mystery. Infectorum is the story of Alice, a young sheriff in training who lives alone with her sister Sally in a small town next to the woods. Alice returns from a hike one day to find her home, ins- home the scene of a murder. Overcome with grief and vengeance, Alice embarks on a mission to find the killer.
1: That's a scary snack. Mmm... Uh, Next up, A Knight's Quest on PS4. A gorgeous action adventure on an epic scale. Play as Rusty, a clumsy adventurer who accidentally sets about the end of the world. Solve mind-bending puzzles, fight challenging enemies, defeat huge bosses, and platform your way through through a fantastic open world. Hmm. Next is Mistover.
0: Mystical RPG with expeditions for finding the key to survival. Choose your next step wisely and keep in mind that your every move will change in the future. Create your own core and explore through various regions of the pil- in the Pillar of Despair, forests, lakes, mountains, cities, cathedrals, castles, and more.
1: Next up is Monochrome Order on PS4. <laughs> Guide the world world toward the right direction through judgments in a fantasy RPG with multiple endings. The Arbiter's mission is to use the ancient magic known as Judgment to follow their own justice and guide the world to a better place. Get up to 18 allies from your judgments to try various formations and overcome challenges. River City Melee Super is coming to PlayStation 4.
0: The Fight It Out part of the Renegade River City uh, Neketsu Kun series. Numerous sports spinoffs is back and powered up. No rules and fights to finish wherever, where anything goes. Over
1: 180 characters and over 250 different special moves. Oh, I like, uh, I just like the art here. It's, mm-hmm. it's silly looking also like no one has a nose and that's weird. It's like if pop vinyls had
0: eyes that had life to them. Yeah. Instead of those dead little beads. Yep. God, I hate pop. <laughs> figures.
1: Yeah. Uh, slab. Well, on PS4. Uh, Somewhere deep in the Amazon jungle lies the finest treasure ever crafted, the Jade Alpaca. Professional thief duo Sam and Jackie head off on an adventure to recover the mythical artifact determined to solve the riddles and overcome the challenges that have kept it safe through centuries.
0: By God, they're still making Vita games.
1: Oh shit. Spirit Hunter
0: NG is available on PS4 and Vita. Beware the creeping horror. Face nightmares you thought were merely urban legends. Uncover a dark mystery, making deadly decisions just to survive. Play this chilling companion story to the award-winning Spirit Hunter Deathmark game, and bring the terror home.
1: I'm curious with games like this if the Vita version sells better than the PS4 version. Install bases? Wildly different, but not... You know, not a lot of Vita games come out anymore, so.
0: We'll never know because they don't release Vita numbers.
1: No, they definitely don't. And I just feel like a game like this on PS4 is just going to get drowned out, whereas Vita, maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Next up is Stellatum on PS4. St- stelatum is a new scroll shooter equipped your battleships guns install faster engines and increase the power of your reactor throw a barrage of rockets on hordes of enemy ships burning everything in your path
0: oh another vita game <gasps> super box land d make ps4 and vita digital cross by hmm Help solve moving box puzzles in order to advance to the next stage. Push boxes across a variety of different puzzle levels by yourself or with a friend in co-op mode. Control two different characters at once, even in single player, and choose from three difficulty options.
1: Uh, next up is trying for The Nightmare Prince. Well, PS4, the best-selling Trine series returns to the magic of 2.5D. Join three iconic heroes as they set off on a quest through fantastical fairyland landscapes to save the world from the Nightmare Prince's shadows. Experience the most complete Trine ever created. Mm. Trine is awesome, and this game looks cool.
0: Yeah, back to 2.5D rather than that 3D one they did. Yeah. Which I... I guess, wasn't a
1: success. No. In, in, interesting, you know, I, I believe I read something that uh, after Trine 3 didn't do too hot, they were just like, we're done. We're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. But then they here they are returning to it with Trine 4. I hope it is a success for them. Yeah. A winter's daydream is
0: coming to PlayStation 4 and Vita. You can't stand his younger sister, Otako. And the feeling is mutual. It's been almost a year since Yu left his dreary hometown, but he finds himself obliged to return to celebrate the New Year's. Finding the atmosphere at home unbearable, Yu decides to escape once more, this time to his grandmother's snowy, secluded village.
1: Uh, Next up is worse than death. A scary action adventure horror game about a high school reunion that goes horribly wrong. Run for your life, hide in the shadows, and use your wits to avoid shadowy creatures and uncover the terrible truths of your wretched hometown. Solve devious puzzles to reveal the emotionally charged story of Holly and her friends. I'm not sure what can be worse than death. A high school reunion?
0: honestly probably yeah (laughs) last but not least this week we have ukulele and the impossible lair yuka and laylee are back in a brand new platform hybrid adventure they must run jump and roll their way through a series of 2d levels face a puzzling overworld and rally the royal b to take down capital b and
1: his impossible lair (laughs) yeah this game looks cool uh you know it has a cool you know fun ukulele art style looks fun to play you know one thing i i read that i think is pretty cool is you know the impossible layers the last uh level and you could do that right away if you wanted to Hmm. i think that's cool it's apparently hard and the more levels you complete the easier that level gets for you down the road but um, I, th- I, I think that's for a platformer that's a pretty interesting concept and I would love to see someone just kind of speed yeah that yeah, yeah. I,
0: be cool I'm sure there are already speed runs you can watch online probably alright Uh, I don't recognize much of what's down here uh, there's a
1: Wonder Whoa, Woman show this... or movie Wonder guess Woman so. Bloodlines yeah I guess it's an animated yeah. film uh, um, Mr. Robot's final season is starting if that's interesting to you The Walking Dead's back if that's interesting to you
0: <laughs> I guess yeah if it interests you at all
1: uh, yeah, I've given up on that show. Um can't do it. Oh, really now, Can't do really it. did you? Yeah, did you? I, yeah. I didn't even finish oh. the last season. I basically watched until um, Rick left, who's, who's kind of sort of the main character for the whole show. And I'm like, you know what? That's a fair stopping point to me.
0: Mm. so. Alrighty.
1: Well, I think
0: that's, that's pretty much all we've got. Yeah. Uh, you're not doing too hot in fantasy. You, Sony Michelle's not getting you too many points.
1: No, he did well for me the first, like, two weeks. But, man, these last few... I don't know. I need to figure something out with him.
0: Mm. All righty. Well, I think that's going to... We're, we're, we're going to go log off now and do other things. Uh, I started watching wrestling again with AEW, All Elite Wrestling.
1: Oh, this new, is the new league,
0: right? Yeah, the new promotion to go up against Vince McMahon's Reign of Terror. Mm-hmm. What? God, I can't watch WWE anymore. It's just so bad. <laughs> you didn't watch The Rock coming back? No, because they also have speak? Hulk Hogan coming back, and fuck them for oh, bringing Jesus. him
1: back. Jesus. <laughs> Why is he still a thing?
0: Because it sells money. Uh, I guess it yeah. sells, and rednecks give them money because they like that kind of behavior. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, nah. Vince will do anything for money.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, kind of like a lot of U.S. I, I bet I bet the WWE will certainly not say anything in support of the Hong Kong protests and attempt to censor any of their superstars that do. Yeah. That is a thing I would totally see uh the WWE doing, but regardless, that's not what we're here to talk about. And if if you do want to talk about that, I guess you could email us um with that and <laughs> any other video game topics at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. You could also get in contact with us via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. As always, you can find me at the Arctic Sloth on Twitter, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at plugged on vids. Yeah. Uh that yeah, that's that's gonna do it for us this week. Until next week. Be good to each other. Play your video games and